Welcome back to another meeting of the Monday Morning Society, a.k.a. Banter Banter. Oh, shoot. I thought this was a practice. I didn't clap. No, I'm kidding. With my (laughs) two witnesses, I bring this meeting to order. Manny. Hi. Aaron. So are we like the lame version of the Midnight Society? I don't know. And Mike have been summoned to help our fellow members of the Monday Morning Society during these sweltering months. So at what point do I get to throw non-dairy coffee creamer powder into the fire to make the little sparkly stuff? (sighs) This podcast is like cool towels for your ears. Cool towels for your ears. And what better way to cool off from this heat, aside from being in a cave? The movies! That's right. Right inside your own home, in front of your television, on that lovely couch of yours. Or, if you're feeling a little daring these days, you can truck out to a movie theater. I do like getting to pause the movie whenever I want and get snacks or go to the restroom, but there is just something special about... A movie on the big screen. About being two feet away from a screaming child. And my god, those concession stand prices, am I right? I've never wanted Jujubees as much as I have when I saw that $9 sticker price. What ho? Is that a large popcorn for $15? What did you call me? I called you what ho? What ho? Watto, I called you Watto. Is that what an ugly little nerf herder looks like? I'm sorry, Aaron. What am I still doing here? Welcome to part three of our softcore Star Wars discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Our own little trilogy. Right? Not going to be viewed by near as many people. So as we start this month of June, here June 1st, I want to take a look at what June is for the movie industry. Ah, the good old month survey. I like it. Bring it on. What do we got? Movies. Do you like to go to them? A lot? Somewhat? Not applicable? Not that much? Extremely dislike. C. Highly recommend. (laughs) Okay. I will mark all the time with bows on top. Yes, especially if it's a Bose headset as their after market sound balancing is top notch if you aren't an audiophile Aaron which do you like more paying less for your ticket or more for that popcorn or more for the ticket and less for the popcorn yes yes I need them both to be $50 a piece do I get another option those are your three options. So yes, or yes, or I need it to be at least $50. Per item. I'm going to have to go with that second yes. That second yes sounds so much more appetizing than that first one. Ding, 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 ding. We found our winner. And our winner gets this year's Summer Blockbusters, which happened to be released in June. Most film companies look to capitalize on all of the kids being out and wanting to not be in the sun melting. Or they've spent too many days at the pool and they need some air conditioning time. 
this is the heavy month, and there are some really good movies that come out in July and have come out in July in the past, but the heavy hitters consistently have come out in the month of June. Some of the ones that in our past have kind of really piqued my interest from a list that I found based on the top grossing box office sales adjusted for inflation for any of the older movies. We had some really good ones like The Gremlins, Lady and the Tramp, Batman with Michael Keaton from 1989, Ghostbusters, there's Grease, and a little lesser known for a lot of us in our age range, but Cleopatra from the 60s with Elizabeth Taylor. Gentlemen, are there any June blockbuster movies that just kind of key into your heart? I would first like to point out the irony of Gremlins coming out in June when it's actually a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, that was really entertaining. Well, you know, Christmas in July is a thing. Or I've heard it said Christmas in July. So it kind of feels like a little bit of a lost opportunity. If they brought that movie out in July, then it would have been Christmas in July for moviegoers. Yeah, close, but no cigar, I guess. No cigar. I will say this, though. I do love Gremlins. It is one of my favorite Christmas movies. It really honestly just hands down a good movie altogether any time of year. I remember having pretty fond memories about it. I know one movie that resonates with me very much and is probably easily in my top 20 films is the first Ghostbusters film. And I actually had no idea that movie was released in June. I didn't get to see it in theaters, unfortunately. My first exposure to Ghostbusters was from the late 80s cartoon that came out that chronicled their adventures after the movie, I believe. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. But Ghostbusters, when I saw it later in life, really resonated with me. I love 80s films very much. And it's a fun movie. And it holds up today. Well, would you like a little tidbit of information about the movies that I listed? Gremlins and Ghostbusters were released on the same exact day in the same year. June 8th. At the same time. 1984. Yeah, they both had the 10.30 a.m. Showing. They played simultaneously, so you could never go see them back to back. Nope, never let you. There's no way to buy a movie ticket for one and sneak into the other one. It was punishable by having to watch Grease again, or potentially the knockoff to it, Greek, with their hot rod car, Greek Lightning. Now here, I thought you were going to be doing something like the amazing movie called Degrease. It stars one of my favorite people. No, I still have plenty of A through C Grease. But who doesn't like watching Soapy Sanderson up on screen? He really suds things up. What's a Soapy Sanderson? Is he like Louis Anderson, but more covered in detergent? Yes, very much so. He's like Pigpen, except reverse. Sounds like he would have been really hot in some soap operas. You know, he did have a few cameos in Days of Our Lives, as well as Guiding Light. But yeah, Ghostbusters was a great movie. I think it was an amazing visual effect process for what they had available at the time. And 
I do know, Aaron, you've seen this on the Big Red N. Nickelodeon? Movies that made us. Yeah, the Big Red N that's orange. Okay. It's like the orange red engine. But all of these blockbusters seem to have what I feel is staying power. When I look at this list of 16 top grossing domestic box office hits, the thing that I can't help but realize is I've seen almost all of these movies and I think they are all great even now if I were to watch them. All of them? Each and every one of them? All of them. Each and every one of them. I definitely cannot say no to Grease because it's a good musical. It's maybe it's the theater person in me. It's good. It's classic. It's solid. I have never seen Cleopatra, but I would totally watch Cleopatra because clearly it had to have been a good movie. They have six additional hours of extra movie footage. Who doesn't want to watch nine hours of Cleopatra? I think I'd rather just sit down and watch me some good old Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Oh, Tobey Maguire. Sam Raimi. J.K. Simmons. Richard Simmons, on the spot, getting the exercise with Tobey Maguire. They faked you out. They said it was going to be somebody else, but they're like, J.K. Simmons. The man who's always (laughs) joshing with you. Now, I know, Manny, you have mentioned in the past your... Obsession? Lack of enjoyment for Transformers, which... Seems unique because Transformers Revenge of the Fallen made it on the list. Oh no, I love Transformers. I hate Michael Bay's Transformers. So you have a problem with Shia LaBeouf. This is not a normal Tuesday night for Shia LaBeouf? No, I love Shia LaBeouf. I hate the Michael Bay Transformers films. So what about Michael Bay's decision in Transformers? I mean, what's not to love about actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf? (laughs) And there's everything to love about actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. I mean, come on, he's so motivational. He has that video, you know, just telling you to do it. He's not even directing it at any specific just, thing. You gotta do it! He just wants you to get down. He wants you to make your dreams a reality. Oh, you need to do it. Now. He is amazing. He's a godsend. I have no problem with, I would say, a good handful of Michael Bay films. I have no problem with Shia LaBeouf. I have no problem with Transformers. But for some reason, you mix all three of these factors together and wrap them up in a little package, and suddenly we got problems. Did you have a problem with Michael Bay releasing Doves once again when Optimus Prime died for, what, the seventh time in the Transformers series? I mean, at this point, Optimus Prime dying is like Goku dying. It's gonna happen. So you're just saying the rest of the Transformers need to find all seven of the Dragon Balls to bring Optimus Prime back to life. Oh, nonsense. They got something better. It's called the Allspark. Wait, wait. When did Odin show up in this? You're thinking about Allspice, the 
spunky sidekick to Odin in Marvel's new property, Ragnarok and Friends. Now here, I thought we were the forces that combined with our two alternate egos from the cell cast to become Allspice, the spiciest of... No, it's a new property that Disney's going to be working on because we didn't patent it in time where Billy Joe Armstrong, who they sniped out from under us, is going to basically be the Samuel L. Jackson and recruit other actors playing characters who will then go on to create a new sub-team to the Avengers, which will include Odin, Allspice, and basically try and take the wind out of the sails for the new Transformers reboot that's probably due to come around at some point, just as it sails into theaters, probably in a June. June clearly is one of the best months to release blockbuster hits that crush it in sales and bring in all of the money for that film. For the shareholders. Yes, and their shareholders. I would like to be a shareholder of one of those companies. Guess I'm going to have to start buying some of that stock. Hey, well, I guess since we're talking about movies, we can take a moment to wish Tom Holland a happy 23rd birthday. Ooh. Young kiddo who's probably still going to play Peter Parker in high school at the ripe age of 23. Technically, we can just cut five years off of his current age because he wasn't around for five years. The movies tell that tale. Yeah, that's a problem, though. Peter Parker wasn't around for five years, but Tom Holland was. It's okay. What we'll do is we'll just ask Alanis Morissette as God to, like, reduce him by five years. You see, Peter Parker possesses different actors, and it's the same with all the other superhero actors. They possess the particular actor portraying them sort of in the way that the spirit of the Millennium Puzzle inhabits Yugi Moto. So at one point... Toby Maguire from the aforementioned Spider-Man 2 passed on the Millennium item that contained the spirit and soul of Peter Parker. Now, who gave it to Toby Maguire first? Huh, I think it spent some time in Japan for that Spider-Man live-action thing, so I'm not sure if it came directly from the Emissary of Hell Spider-Man, but I do know at some point it was part of a list of shenanigans that involved piloting Leopardon, the giant fighting robot of Spider-Man. Now, could we ask Morgan Freeman to reprise his role of God in Bruce Almighty and just give us the knowledge? I mean, why not? He's very clearly showing that our mortal time and measure of years means nothing to him as he has been in the mortal casing of the one we know as Morgan Freeman for 82 years as of today. That's right. Morgan Freeman, Alanis Morissette, and Tom Holland all share birthdays. Tyrannus Morissette, my favorite dinosaur. (laughs) They are 82, 45, and 23 tyrannical years old. We'll let all of you suss out which one is which. As the... Tyrannosaurus Rex lets out a holler. You know, just once every year. That's how you count how many years old you are. 
Tyrannosaurus. How many times you've heard the Tyrannosaurus Rex scream? So on your birthday, the T-Rex <laughs> is going to let out an enormous scream. Yes. And that is when you know that you have reached another year, a new age. Now, if you hear it for somebody else, then it, clearly you die because you're not supposed to hear it. It's only on your birthday. Man, I imagine that's much more effective than a rooster crowing in the morning. Well, he's not meant to wake you up. Mostly just terrify you. And maybe allow you the opportunity to say, as a grown adult, I pooped myself. Oh, I get it now. So it's not that the T-Rex is signaling you're turning a year older. It's he's scaring you so bad that he's taking a year off your life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm with this. This is canon now, as far as I'm concerned. That is why two of the Jurassic Park movies made it onto the 16 top grossing movies. Which ones? Well, the original Jurassic Park. That's in my top 10 movies. Back from 1993. And then Jurassic World from 2015. This was, I think, one of the first rounds of Chris Pratt being in the movie. Oh, my favorite fried rodent, man. Which kind of ties him back up with Tom Holland since they were in that one film. Onward. That was a cute film. I know it's called Onward. I'm not arguing that, but I could have sworn it went through a couple of name changes. Wasn't it called, like, Epic or something a while back? I think that was going to be the original title but isn't there another animated movie already called epic yes i believe there is i'm sure it was wasted because whatever it is i don't feel like it can beep, probably boop, 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 boop. i'm dialing the internet hey internet hey movie phone <laughs> welcome to movie phone if you are looking for a specific movie, please press zero now. I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor today, Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video is a purveyor of rental movies and late fees. Please support them by renting movies and not returning them on time. Welcome to Movie Phone, sponsored by Hollywood Video Late Fees. Epic was a movie title from... 2013, wherein a 3D computer animated action adventure film based loosely on William Joyce's 1996 children's book, The Leaf Men and the Brave Good Bugs. Is that Brave, comma, Good Bugs? Or is Good Bugs the name of the people? The book title is The Leaf Men and The. Brave Good Bugs. Has the internet taken over Mike? I kind of think that Mike is the avatar of the internet, which is why you can't trust half of the things that he says. This movie was starring Colin Farrell, Josh Hutcherson, Aziz Ansari, Christoph Waltz, and Amanda Siegfried. My god, Mike being the internet, can you imagine a worse hell? Did you know this also starred Pitbull? And Beyonce Knowles. You just kicked him into the Avatar state. It's okay, all we need to do is hit him in some pressure points and it'll seal that part of his chakra away. Kick him right in the databanks. As always, 20th Century Fox did a great job of acquiring Danny Elfman to make the music. He's a half-elf. A half-elf bard. He's Danny Half-Elfman. 
Haffelman. <laughs> Danny Haffelman. He's Daniel Halfelf. <laughs> the Bard. He plays piano and also other instruments. Don't worry, we've got the best director, Wedge. Not Biggs, but just Wedge. Chris Wedge. He didn't die in that Starfighter. What version of him? The one from Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy VI? Both of them. Slash American Three. He could direct and hold doors open. And pilot a mech. His X-Wing didn't get incinerated. Ha <laughs> ha! He made it out. At the last possible moment, he hit the eject button and got shot into Dagobah, where he trained under the ghost of Yoda. Epic is the movie that probably was found to steal the title that you were seeing as the, I guess, shop talk. Production title, maybe. Of Onward, before they solidified on something. It's sometimes common for films to have a production title. Like the original Star Wars production title was called Blue Harvest. So yes, it might have been epic at one point, but... Obviously, we got Onward instead, which is fine. It works. It's fine. It works just fine. Just fine. And Chris Pratt and Tom Holland are dynamite together. It was a good movie. It was not, however, released in June. Yeah, that was a bad tangent we got off for a movie that wasn't even released in June. Well, we were talking about Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, who each had relevant movies happening in june so i guess we've started playing five degrees of chris pratt sure or like seven degrees of mr holland holland oats holiday sauce holiday in deck the halls with days of the month manny i want to thank you for bringing up birthdays that have happened on june 1st because that is a great thing to talk about today june 1st Although it is people's birthday, it is also D.A.R.E. Day. And I'm not knocking the D.A.R.E. program, but this is more of the I dare you to do something day. And in honor of this day, I took to Twitter and I... Uh Uh-oh, Mike took to Twitter, guys. Hide your children. Hide the women, hide the kids. Mike went to Twitter. (laughs) Mike went to Twitter and sent out a few dares. And I am excited for the results. And I hope everybody else took this day to throw some dares out to some of their Twitter friends. Or just friends in real life. Maybe use it as an opportunity to learn more about your friends or... Push them outside of their comfort zone, but in a safe way and through a safe dare. Don't ask them to do something silly, like take a selfie on top of a high-rise without proper safety harnesses. We don't need things like that. We need safe, good, old-fashioned, fun dares. But hit it up! Make use of this day! I mean, even historically, people knew that this was a good idea. I mean, in 1938, they first started making baseball batters wear the protective helmets. 
So no daring them to swing without one after that. And don't dare that pitcher to try and beam that batter in the head with the ball, because that is just downright mean. It's a mean bean. There are some other really great days that are happening this month, and I just wanted to quick brush on some ones that hit my eye, and we can turn back and touch on any of those, or some that you guys might have come across that piqued your interest. So some of the ones for me are June 8th, Best Friends Day. Thanks, guys. I couldn't do this without you. Aww. Oh, thanks, buddy. Likewise. June 9th, Donald Duck Day. Thank you, Overlord Disney. Dolan Duck? Dolan Duck. June 13th is Sewing Machine Day. And I think this is very important because due to our current environment, a lot more people have gotten back in touch with their sewing machine. June 14th is Pop Goes the Weasel Day, and really, I just kind of like that song, which is why it piqued my interest. June 16th and 17th, which seem to go hand in hand, as the first is Fresh Veggie Day, followed by Eat Your Veggies Day. I mean, it's a really good combo. You don't want those veggies to sit too long, especially if they're fresh. They'll go bad. And Wasting food is no good. Your vegetables. It's like that scene in Spider-Man when Peter Parker is on the moped and someone almost hits him with a car and he jumps incredibly high to avoid it. Realizing that he has just showcased his enhanced abilities, he gained the attention of those two boys who were awestruck and he said, yeah, I did that by eating my greens every day. And the boy said, that's what mom tells us. But we just never believed her. So yes, eat your veggies. You'll be able to jump like Spider-Man. And if you are capable of inhaling an entire can of spinach after opening it with your corncob pipe and then consuming it through your corncob pipe, you, sir, will gain the magical powers that are Popeye. You will get the anchor tattoo randomly. It will just appear. Is that a magical power? It's just called Popeye? (laughs) Popeye. What's your superpower, Popeye? He's got, like, crush the spinach power, because he's got to squeeze it out of the can, and then it goes, and then jumps into his pipe, and then it goes, spinach, ding, 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 ding. Oh, I knocked myself out. Exactly like that. Somebody just take the audio from that and play it over a clip from Popeye. Listen, Popeye's power is punching the shiz out of his rivals. That's pretty fair. He does that frequently. The next one, and I feel very connected to this in the sense that I have been to Stonehenge, and the thing that Stonehenge was built for was the solstices. June 21st is the Summer Solstice, or also known as Daylight Appreciation Day, where most of the planet gets daylight from 3 a.m. to around 11 p.m. It's a whole lot of sunlight all day. June 28th is Paul Bunyan Day, and I always remember reading the Paul Bunyan folktale. Why do you think they call him Bunyan? Or why do you think they call those calluses bunions? Because they're larger than life? Because they're Pauls? I don't know. 
All right. Fair enough. And then to round out the month, June 30th, Meteor Day. Go outside in the evening, catch some of those meteors. Not physically catch them. That would be very difficult and dangerous. But with your eyes, spy them. Maybe get out some binoculars. Catch these meteors with your eyes. Yes, stand in front of it and make sure that you consume all of it in one eyeball. Mm -hmm. Hey, you meteors, catch my gaze. And then you too will have meteor (laughs) eyes. People will be like, more meaty than your regular eyes. What's that glint in your eyes? It's my meteor eye. It's meat. It's got more meat than before. (laughs) I've been meteorized. I am meaty. Or eyes. Or eyes. Or eyes. Nope, the tank's out of gas. <laughs> if we're gonna keep going forward, I'm gonna bring us back a little bit and talk about a couple of other things celebrating a birthday. So, it's been about. 40 years since the first transmission of CNN was done on cable. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty fantastic. CNN has brought us lots of really slow things in Congress and the Senate. Also, in 1968, Simon and Garfunkel released their single, Mrs. Robinson. Uh Oh, that's... A really catchy and good song. Thank you, Simon. And Garfunkel. (laughs) I thought you were specifically going to withhold thanks from Garfunkel like he wronged you at some point. Thank you, Simon. Garfunkel, you know what you did. He might have, but I'm not willing to air that in public. That's between me and him, and we can resolve it on our own time. Also, about 46 years ago, Kenya became a republic. So, happy birthday, Kenya. Wow. Congratulations. A 46-year-old republic. And I thought America was young. Yeah. It's technically younger than the mortal frame shell housing that Morgan Freeman currently inhabits. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it just got so cool in here with all that shade you just threw. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess we also had a divorce between Robin Gibbons and Mike Tyson back in 1989. Additionally, in 1994, the Guns N' Roses drummer, Matthew Sorum, filed for divorce. I came across something that I find very unique because both of these things pertain to America, specifically. In 1789, the first U.S. Congressional Act became a law, and in 1792, Kentucky was admitted as the 15th state of the United States. Could you deny them either with that chicken? I could not, but I would be remiss if I didn't wait much longer to let Tennessee and all of that amazing moonshine be brought in as the 16th state in 1796. Just a mere four years later, just one whole voting session, they missed out on a president they could have voted for. Ooh, moonshine and chicken. Could you imagine? Aaron, was there anything you enjoyed in the month of June? 
the last month of spring as later this month i guess we're going to bid a welcome to the calendar onset of summer despite the temperatures when it just gets truly oppressive i can't think of anything in particular about june that makes me particularly excited i do like summer blockbuster films so i guess that would be one thing that i love about june i like it because it's not as hot as it's going to get so yeah i'd say those are the two positives for me about june back in 1812 the then president james madison asked congress to declare war on the united kingdom that's Kind of intense. I wasn't expecting you to bring war into the mix, but here we are. I guess we gotta find a use for it. I mean, what else is it good for? <laughs> good God, y'all. <laughs> huh. Hmm. What is it good for? Letting Manny Solid. Huh. Eight war. out of ten. Then in 2009, General Motors filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. That kind of hits home. For me in the sense that it is something that happened in our timeline, like our life experience. And it had a pretty considerable impact on the car industry at the time. So I guess you're telling me that they couldn't afford to keep their doors open? <laughs> but um Yeah, you're right. You know, the economy and the housing market was pretty rough over here in our little town in Illinois. What is it, Detroit? No, that's Michigan. Gentlemen, I appreciate you going along with me on this dive into great things to watch in these hot summer June days as we continue fighting through this oppressively hot summer. Manny, Aaron, and Mike bid you adieu after helping our fellow members of the Monday Morning Society, a.k.a. Banter Banter. Learn more about some great summer blockbusters to sit on their couch and indulge in, or venture out into this a little more dangerous world we live in to absorb something on that big screen. A new summer blockbuster or let's be honest the society of whenever the heck you load this thing into your podcast player we dabbled in some days of this month that have a specific theme and i would like to as always take us around the circle and ask our audience a question my question audience is What day of June is your favorite day? Is it Best Friends Day? Is it Dare Day today? Is it something different than Fresh Veggie Day or Eat Your Veggies Day? Does the summer solstice pique your interest? Do you like getting just all of the sun? And my question for the audience is... What have been some of your favorite summer blockbuster films? My question is, which version of Lady of the Tramp do you like better? The Disney Plus version or the original animated version? That is a difficult one to answer. I now need to watch the 55 version to compare it to the newest one that I have recently watched. Thank you for taking 
time out of your great Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. Taking care of business every day. To listen to our voices. And I know it is only June, but when you go outside, the best way to not be that hot is to make sure that you pop up in a cold one. You don't be on fire. Yes, it's hot enough. Hi, listeners. We've been living in a unique situation for a little bit of time. And I know we at Banter Banter have not explicitly stated this in our episodes. Mostly, it's because we record in advance. The world is a troubling situation, and I want all of our listeners to be safe, be smart, and if you feel like you are scared or nervous to do something because of the social situation, don't do something that endangers yourself or others, and be a good human right now, because that's all we can do. From us at Banter Banter, we want you to continue listening and to be safe out there and to be able to continue being our listeners and us being the providers of whatever entertainment you think you're actually getting from us. I'd like to add from a personal note that, at least from my perspective, if I could speak a little bit candidly, is that from my take from other content creators... While a majority of them have addressed this to some extent, I side with the few amount of content creators that have identified from their viewers and listeners that they consume the media from them as a form of escape from a lot of the world events, especially as they've gotten a little bit rougher. Between that and the advanced nature of our recording, I just never felt comfortable addressing anything that by the time it came out a little bit later, I mean, as quickly as news has been developing, I was concerned that any comments we would make as to the exact state of our illness and pandemic state in our country or wherever you're listening from. I was afraid anything we would add to that conversation might be out of date by the time our episode aired. But realize that, yes, we've all been living in this situation as well and have been trying our best to cope. And at least from our part, this has not disturbed our ability to record whatever your opinion is about our content. It's held up pretty well. So... We're just trying our best to continue on schedule and provide stuff for all of you fine listeners to put in your ears, hopefully still on schedule. In closing, I would like to say that one of the great hallmarks of humanity has been our ability to adapt and survive. And in that spirit, I would like to encourage you guys to stay positive. This has affected all of us and has changed things, maybe forever. I would encourage you guys to be cooperative and to consider every action you're going to take from here on, because quite literally everything we do can affect somebody else. So just to echo what Mike said earlier, be smart, be safe, take the appropriate countermeasures, wear masks, sanitize. We're going to get through this.
Just know that you are valuable and that you are loved. You need to be smart and safe. We appreciate our listeners and we hope to continue to create great and amazing content for you guys to help kind of lessen the blow that this COVID-19 has caused the world. So thank you for your support and stay healthy. Be safe, be safe to others, and as always, don't be on fire. Please slap some funnies on our Banter BanterCast Facebook page, or share mic facts with us on Twitter at banter underscore cast, or individually at brogar, C-R-E, for Manny. You can find me on Twitter at Mike8Time, the number eight. You can find Aaron at 8BitWizard, the 8 is Roman numerical. A big thanks to Blaze Animator for the current Banter Banter artwork seen on our different internet spots. And last but not least, cheers to Brad Sucks, the creator of this episode's intro and outro song, Bad Attraction, off of the album I Don't Know What I'm Doing. <laughs>